Hey, drivers, if you're in the market to call a new place home, you just want to find a new job, write this phone number down, 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. This carrier is a mid-sized carrier. They offer every benefit in the world. They have brand new Kenworth T680s that are loaded to the hilt. They offer OTR and regional company positions. They also offer lease operator positions. Go ahead and write that number down, driver. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. Okay, hey, Ruth Ann. Hey, Troy. Talk CDL. It's been quite a while since we were on the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. No, seriously, it's been a while. Yeah. Did, did you realize that? Yeah. You know, I think what really upset me was the fact that, you know, when Johnny Acid was killed, you know, with two lot lizards and, you know, heroin and all that stuff in his system. And, uh, you know, it kind of gave us a bad name, you know, because we used to joke about it. And then he f- he's found at a truck stop with two hookers and an OD. I mean, it's just crazy. So anyway, so I kind of was bummed out. And now here we are. We're back on. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, no, I just thought I'd just talk. I mean, who knows? Okay, so, um, Ruthann, where, I, I, honestly and truly, where are we at today? Did, what did you want to talk about? I didn't bring my computer in. I thought you had it. Well, I mean, no, I thought, so weren't we going to do the news? I, so you didn't say we we're going to do the news. You just said we we're going to do a pod. Well, what... No, I did not. I said, let's go do the pod and get your new... Did I not say it? No, you didn't. Okay, well, it's the first time we're back. Hopefully they forgive us. (laughs) Okay, so then that's it for this pod. All right. (laughs) Do you have any advice for everybody on everything we spoke about? (laughs) Stay away from lot lizards. And And and, Johnny Acid. (laughs) Right. Stay away from Johnny Acid and lot lizards and, you know, go with the heroin instead. All right. So, no, seriously, you know what I wanted to talk about? Hmm. And I, I was trying to think of, like, the number... Of this, but it's going to be titled something like X amount of ways to screw up your CDL. What not to do? No, it's not what not to do. It's how to screw it up. Okay. What to do? Yeah, this is, we, we want to teach everybody, if you've been wondering, how can I really piss my CDL away? Mm. How can I really trash the crap out of it? And I got some things for you to do. Cool. Yeah, I'm serious now. So this is if you want to be in the unemployment line? Right. If you're really striving to get out of trucking and you want to just really go all the way, like you're not looking to go out, you know, in a subtle way. You're trying to exit the trucking industry. The Big Bang Theory? Right. In a, like a real big A-hole way. You know what I mean? Oh. Like you really want to go out, make you wanna, it, you really want to. big. You're right, you want to set the mark. Yeah. You want to make a lasting impression. Right. I mean, here, I'll tell you what you could do. You can get drunk. Mm-hmm. And then get inside your tractor trailer mm-hmm. and then pull into a weigh scale. Oh. I'm serious. Yeah. I, yeah. I've seen that happen. Like if you have an alcohol problem, right, and you're mm-hmm. driving a tractor trailer, mm. just stay with what you're doing. Because one of the things that's going to happen, you're either going to A, get a DUI. And once you get a DUI in trucking, your CDL's done. I'm serious. Not, cause, and the reason I wanted to bring this up, because I've seen so many things lately that have surprised me. I was talking to a, a director over at a big trucking company the other day, and I said, you know, I can't believe that some drivers will actually get their CDL and then 
pull it out, put it on the ground, and take a big crap on it. And then take a leak on it. And then say goodbye to it. And these are some of the ways they do it. I couldn't believe it how many drivers get pulled into a weigh scale and they smell booze on them. Hmm. Or they climb up in the truck and they could smell the booze in the truck. Ew. Yeah. And so I just kind of thought, why not do a pod just to help these guys out a little that are really trying to wreck their career? Maybe help them, you know, get it done a little quicker. You're yawning. I always yawn as soon as I put the headphones on. I, I think it's when you talk to me, you get bored of me. <laughs> Serious. Yeah, no. <laughs> how to screw up. Oh, we'll do another pod on how to screw up your husband. <laughs> uh. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Okay, so, so check it you out. You are inside. <laughs> yeah, inside. I'm giggling. So there's one way. Okay. Have a few drinks. Pull into a weigh scale. Or look, even if you don't pull in a waist scale and get caught, eventually you're probably going to run into somebody. You know, I know the trucking company's name. I won't say it. But they just had a driver. This is a small company, maybe 100 trucks. Mm. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They had a driver uh, recently was driving. He was in New Jersey, right? This is really, if, if you could have like a vote for the year. Right? And you said, we're going to run a contest for Douchebag Driver of the Year. This guy, I swear, would be a, a, at least a runner-up. He would be a top five competitor. He would, he would definitely make the top five. Mm-hmm. So he's in New Jersey, and here's what he does. He goes into a bar on his, while he's on duty driving. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, I don't know if he was on duty driving, but here's what I do know. He went in. He had... All kind of margaritas. I think it was five. I thought they said seven. Are you, and you got to talk into the mic. You can't had, sit back he, and just take had, a nap. He had, I thought, five margaritas and like seven shots or something like that. And whatever it was, it was an extreme Horribly amount. amount, yeah. Right. I think, believe it or not, when you drink alcohol, I think it, you're not even supposed to get near a vehicle for like eight or 12 hours. Seriously, because alcohol does go out of you pretty quick. But even if you, you tie on a really good drunk... In 12 hours when you wake up, you're really in no shape to drive. That's if you slept. You're really in no shape to drive. Yeah, as if you slept after oh, you, you got pr- that on. Yeah, you probably slept pretty damn good, actually. But well, I'm going to say this. So this, seriously, this top five competitor for mm-hmm. douchebag driver of the year yep. gets in a tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. Now, he ends up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I guess there's stop traffic. And he runs over, I don't know how many he, he killed. Like, what was it? Do you remember? Was it like four or five he killed? Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. Then, the, then the goofball, after he wipes out, he gets out and runs like to a hotel parking lot or something. I guess he doesn't know what to do. He knows he's in trouble. They get him. I, I would imagine he's still in jail. There was alcohol in the truck, too. Yeah, they smelled alcohol. So if you're out there, and I guarantee you, because we have quite a bit of people that listen to the podcast. I, bl- I will guarantee you, you that's listening to me right now, I know who you are. I don't know who you are, but I know who you are. There's one or two of you right now out of quite a bit of people that listen here. I'm telling you right now, right now, if you're looking to screw your career up, keep doing it. It's coming for you. I promise you. 
You think you might get away with it here and there, but eventually it's coming for you. Or you can do, and look, I'm going to give advice also. If you want to not screw up your career, get help. I'm serious. Because that's one problem. Any kind of addiction like that where you're impaired is one of the problems that it's actually worth being homeless and not having a job until you get that, that thing fixed. And then get back on the road. You're mm-hmm. better. You're better off. Would you agree? I agree because you take, you're, you're you're chancing too many things that you would have on your record for the rest of your life. I mean, how many times do you hear where a person, you know, they were DUI and they were in an accident and they killed a child or something to a, a pregnant mother or just anybody, and no, not not even someone young, but just where it was even an older person where they seriously injured or killed that person, that's on their mind for the rest of their life. Yeah, that's true. You're right. The conscience also. But, you know, at that point, at that point, nobody really cares about that guy's conscience. You know what I'm saying? Like the families, like this guy here destroyed a lot of people. And nobody right now is caring that his conscience is feeling bad. All they care about is this guy going to prison for life. Oh, no, no. What I'm saying is get cleaned up because you don't want to have that on your head. You don't want to have it yourself. You want to have, you don't want to ever have something like that on your, on your mind of what you've done. I mean, honestly, that's something that you don't want to have. So you want to end up cleaning yourself up. You want to end up having yourself walk straight. You don't want to end up having that kind of addiction. You know, ToxCDL did a, a video not long ago, last year sometime where uh, it showed drivers that really screwed up like that driver. He wasn't involved. He wasn't in the video. He, he should be in the next video where these guys literally killed a bunch of people from either texting and driving or most of them were impaired. Mm-hmm. And one guy's like 35 or 45 years in prison. You know? It's, it's, is it worth it? It's That's not, the question. Is it really worth it to that driver? Is, is be, you know, is becoming inebriated uh, i couldn't say that inebriated just say drunk <laughs> drunk <laughs> is it worth being senseless to to do that type of act because you don't get anywhere but senseless when you're drunk Ruthann's drinking i am not i'm drinking water okay anyways so here's one guy and i think the one guy that got like 40 years or whatever he had never committed a crime in his life but because he was drinking and driving that's still crime yeah if you can't if you can't get in that vehicle i'm serious now guys i'm being honest now obviously you know that i'm being a jackass when i say i'm trying to help you ruin your career but i'm being really serious when i say this. if you can't get in that truck without having a drink if you can't get up in the morning and go to lunch without having a drink you need to get help i'm going to tell you that right now i don't care who you are if you if you're if you have a class ACDL and that's your job, then we I guarantee you you're sneaking drinks on those rigs. And you, if you get caught, the other thing is, even if you don't kill somebody or get a DUI, if your company finds out, do you know how many times, Ruthann, I've talked to trucking companies and they're like, guy came in for an inspection and, and the mechanic smelled booze on his breath. Mm-hmm. We sent him for a a drug and alcohol test and he failed it. He's mm-hmm. out. He's done. Yeah. Usually, once you do that, it's three to five years till anybody's going to give you a break. And usually, the only companies that will give you a break are not the best companies. Not, not really anymore. I mean, honestly, DOT regulations really are stricter on, on these companies that they're trying to really get rid of those outlaw companies that would have 
done those guys the break. You know, the, those types of drivers are going to be in the unemployment line. Yep. So that's the first thing I would tell you. If you're looking to screw your career up and you're a drinker, you know, just keep drinking. You're going to kill somebody. You're going to ruin lives. You're going to go to prison. You're going to lose your career, whatever. It's just going to be a really bad way to do it. And by all means, you're you're not stopping halfway in the middle. You're going all the way if you're doing it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other ways to ruin your driving career at the end. Oh, yeah? Tell me something. Well, well, obviously, you know, I'm not going to get into the smoking weed and the and the drugs because that really falls in with the alcohol thing. Mm-hmm. If you're doing those, if you're doing drugs and stuff like that, it's the same outcome. Um, you know, DOT just in 2018, they just enacted a law. If you get caught hauling any illegal immigrants, it's an automatic lifetime CDL suspension. So... You know, a lot of these guys, believe it or not, that got a DUI, someday they're going to be able to drive again. But you get a, what What can we call that? An, uh, DUI is what, driving under the influence? Mm-hmm. Well, um, how about driving with immigrant? Well, that would be the D, a DWI, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, if, if they get caught, you know, hauling illegals across the border, that's an automatic lifetime suspension. You can't get your CDL back ever. Hmm. So there's another way to do it. Now, there's also ways to partially wreck your career, and, and I'm going to show you how to do that. There's, there's certain tickets if you get as a tractor-trailer driver. Number one, a following too close, a 15 over, an illegal or unsafe lane change. Any you just of the, said number three. Do you just give like three? Well, I'm giving a bunch. You know, I'm just saying these are certain tickets that once you get it, and, and some of you might think, well, I, I got this ticket. I'll just keep my job. I won't go applying anywhere else, then nobody will really find out that I got this ticket. But most of you should really know one thing. Your trucking company that you work for is obligated normally to run your license one to two times a year to make sure you didn't get any other tickets Mm -hmm. because the insurance company demands that they do. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that? Yeah. Yeah, drivers don't know that stuff. Well, I mean, I'm sure some of them do, but all I'm saying is it's really better, you're better off to just... Comply with the rules. Texting and driving, that's a big one. How many times do we see that oh my gosh. during the week? Tons, tons. We we got videos all the time of drivers doing it. Right. So that's, you know, if you guys are looking to really screw up your career in trucking, just be rude to your CDL. Drive fast. I'll tell you what. They're looking for aggressive drivers now. Mm-hmm. In certain states, track, uh, troopers are actually in tractor trailers. Mm-hmm. They're mainly watching for four-wheelers. But, you know, I'm here to talk to, to our brother truckers. And if you're out there and you're driving aggressively or you're texting and driving or you're drinking, I promise you it's coming for you. It is. It is. So that's really what I wanted to, to kind of bring up. I was kind of irritated with the amount of people lately that are you know, it's like, to me, when you get that Class A CDL, you know, most, most, most drivers, and there's some that were, you know, that have gone to college, Ruthann, mm-hmm. right? right? What are you doing, Ruthann? You surfing on your phone? No, I was looking at some notes that I had made. Okay. About this subject. Oh, so you got to refer to notes. Well, I mean, I can. Okay. All right, now, what I was, what I was really saying is, when I got my CDL, right, I looked at that like, it's, it's really like almost like a college degree. 
even though I didn't go to school for four years to get it or two years to get it. But you know what it did? It gave me a career. You know, outside of trade school and college and, you know, any other technical vocational schools that people go to to become something. And let's just let's mention a couple here. How about a haircutter? How long does a haircutter go to school? For real? Um, like two years? Like, no. No, I think it's like eight months. Okay, eight months. All right. How long does a doctor go to school? And when you're sniffing your nose like that, it sounds nasty on the air. Like that. You did that. Sorry. I'm just pointing it out because um, I'm not going to edit it. I'm going to let people know. Okay, I sniffed. There's that little girl. <laughs> that was Troy, not me. There. I mean, he sniffed twice so mm. far. So, so anyway, a doctor, depending on what they're like, going what it, for, eight to twelve years, depending yeah. on yeah, depends if they're doing a specialty. Right. And and here's the, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you why I'm I'm bringing this up. A doctor, eight to twelve years, depending on the uh, type of doctor they want to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, a a hairdresser, seriously, a hairdresser, eight months. Okay. Uh, a mechanic, a mechanic's got to go to school for a year or two. Plus, they usually do that stuff in. Votech, um, a welder. Uh, hold on. That's what you get with sniffing. Well, I a sneeze. <laughs> a, a sneeze is something you can't help. Sniffing is is something you, you can't. sniffed, and it created the sneeze. I didn't sniff. I sneezed. You sniffed. You you you, you sniffed. Uh, yeah, and you mimicked me, so that created your. So sneeze. you think that was karma? Yeah. No, it wasn't. So mm-hmm. let's go back to what I was talking about. Something more important. Duh. Doctors, 10, 12 years, 8, 10, 12 years. Mechanics, dentists, um, you name it, paralegals, uh, nurses. How long is a nurse? An RN. What do they do? Two, three years. Two years. years. Right. So you got all these careers, right? And did you know if a trucker keeps his nose clean, these guys can literally make eighty dollars to $120,000 a year mm-hmm. if they get with the right people and do right. the right thing. All well, for, well, let me just say this before you say something, all for 160 to 180 hour cl- course. That is literally what? Four weeks? A four week course? Yeah, like four to six weeks they go to school. Right. So a trucker can go to a, can go and do this course for four to six weeks and he can come out of there and respectfully make as much as some doctors. You know, there's a lot of doctors that are barely at $100,000. Yes, because they're liability insurance. And well, then it doesn't matter why, though. The, I don't give a flying crap why why his, 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 his wages are killing him because of his liability or his Anyways. Mal, malpractice uh, insurance. What, all I'm saying is, as a trucker, four weeks of school and, you get, and you're getting a job where, you know, some other guys have to go years and years and years of school just to make that. And then they got to pay back... Hundreds of thousands of dollars to colleges, and and we get this awesome job driving a damn awesome big rig, shifting gears and going across the country doing our thing in four weeks, and and we have no respect for that. Some of us. Mm-hmm. What, that's my whole point to this pod. You get these guys that are just okay. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll just get me a class A. You shouldn't. If if you're literally out there right now and you're listening to this pod and you're a new guy and you're about to come into the industry and you're saying I'll just I'll just get me a class A. If you think it's just a class A, if you think it's just a trucking job, stay the hell out. We don't need you. 
We, what we need is people that are serious about trucking. We need people that are going to come in and respect each other, respect the industry, and drive correctly, drive around the motoring public safe, and, and, and literally value that freaking CDL in your pocket. Stop treating it like it's nothing. Just because it took only four weeks to get. Start thinking about what you freaking got here, guys. You got, you got a career that you can make as much money as some do- doctor's. Have a little respect for that stuff in your that that piece of plastic in your pocket, mm-hmm. Ruthann. I'm just hey, it's our first day back in a month. I'm just yeah. waiting for the music to start, man. I'm, I'm gonna add music into this. Maybe <laughs> some violins. I'm no, do you see what I'm getting at, though? You if need to really have like compare Amer- that American Go. music. The the. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what was that? Um, <laughs> that That's Jim psycho. Carrey, yeah. No, Jim Carrey was like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, for real, people need to start realizing what they have. Well, here's some other things that will go along with ruining your license. Um, you already mentioned the, you know, those other major fa- um, right. things. But you have your misdemeanors and your felonies. Yeah, I forgot about that too. Get out there and commit yeah. a crime. Yeah, too many jobs. Don't jump 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 around. You're not going to get the higher pay if you're going to constantly be leaving the company after your 60 days or even if you make it to 90. Can I say something on that? Go ahead. If you're a trucker out there and you're on your 10th job in the last three years and you can look back and say, they done me wrong. This one done me wrong. He done me wrong. He done me wrong. He never gave me miles. He never did this. They never did that. It's them. It's them. It's them. It's them. It's them. You might want to stop for a second. And say to yourself, how comes everybody is always wrong except me? Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I could show you so many truckers that stay a year, two years, even six months ain't bad these days. But when you've got 10 jobs in three years and you think everybody else is at fault, you might want to stop for a second and take a look at maybe yourself. Yeah. And that will follow up with too many bad references. Right, exactly. These not every trucking company is going to make things up. And I'm going to tell you something. You've got a good point there, Ruthann, because I, I have I've had truck drivers tell me, "Well, this this company did this and this company did that." And then when you run their DAC or their MBR or just mainly their DAC work history, when we, I when I used to work at a company, and five out of eight trucking companies are saying the exact same thing about you, I promise you. If they're all saying the same thing, you might want to take a, a good look at maybe changing some things in your life, mm-hmm. the way you think. Yeah, I'm because just saying, and, and look, I don't want to piss everybody off, although I don't he, mind. He, yeah, you, you just sometimes that doesn't take much. Well, I live to piss people off, but let, look, but I'm not trying to. I don't want everybody out there to think, oh, Troy's picking on every trucker. No. If you're the guy with 10 jobs in three years and you think everybody else is at fault, I'm pointing to you. If you're the guy drinking a freaking beer going down the road, I'm pointing at you. I truly am pointing at you. Mm-hmm. I'm not pointing at the rest of you guys. And if the rest of you guys are insulted, turn me off. That's all I can tell you there. But I'm just being honest about the way we need to take care of this industry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. What are the other reasons? Uh, late and refused loads. So that will follow up with the bad reports from the dry, from the companies and so forth. And abandonments, abandonments. Yeah. Companies are getting really, you know, they don't like it. They don't like when you abandon their tractor and then they have to come and retrieve it or that load just went, you know, out in in nowhere and they have to try and find someone now to take care of that load. Yeah. With respect drivers, I would tell you this. If you feel that, okay, I'm going to have to just tell this company to come and pick up their truck because I'm going to my new job and my new job won't wait. I promise you then that new job ain't worth it if they ain't willing to wait. 
do the right thing and take the truck back because not only is it going to uh, prevent them from dacking you and saying bad things, but it's going to be good for your career mm-hmm. that you didn't do it. Trust mm-hmm. me, man. Guys, take care of that CDL. Go ahead, Ruthann. Um, here's a real big one that drivers just don't seem to think straight on is stealing the company or misuse of the company funds. Yes, that's a big one. When you're it's huge. Tr- right, you, you, you tell them you're quitting after you take a bunch of cash advance mm-hmm. and then you get a paycheck and now you owe them like 200 bucks mm-hmm. over what they paid you. Believe me, they're going to call that stealing. Yeah. Yep. Or, and, or, or selling the fuel or anything else that has to deal with, with the money that's the company's. Yep, and, and let's talk about st- selling the fuel. What does that mean? Especially, I'm going to tell you who's big on that, reefer haulers, Mm -hmm. because they have that extra tank to fill, and some of them will put that hose in another truck driver's tank and get maybe two bucks on the gallon or something like that in cash while the trucking company's paying for your fuel. Now, you might think, oh, and some of you might be going, hey, I never thought of that. I might just do that. I'm going to tell you something. Don't, don't, don't. Trust me on this, man. Their computers know to the penny what you should be paying out in fuel. And when they start noticing even $20, $30, $40, $80 difference every week or every other week, I promise you they're going to be watching you, and you will get caught, and that's stealing, and then nobody's going to hire you. It ain't worth 50 extra bucks that you make by stealing is not worth your entire trucking career. Okay. What else? Here's something that drivers don't realize. Your PSP report reports a lot. It's not just it's it's not like your DAC, but what it does is give information on how you are as a driver with your inspections, with your logs, with all the stuff that that they can get from the PSP report is just as clear as what a DAC can be. Oh, absolutely. And most of them run a PSP. Yeah. Well, what what's a, a PSP can be good too. Because sometimes, like, if, if, a, if a driver's working for a small company and, for example, that company doesn't work for DAC and they go out of business mm-hmm. and there's no proof that you work there, but if you got a roadside inspection, now that's on your PSP report. So that mm-hmm. can be a good thing. But also, if you're like Ruth Ann said, if you're not, if you're getting a lot of mechanical, um, uh, uh, what's it called, shutdowns and everything, mm-hmm. you're, that's going on your record, not the company. That's right. why, that's what PSP actually, the CSA enacted that in 2010. And what it did was it started making drivers go, I ain't driving your crappy equipment that's unsafe, right. bald tires, you know, leaking and dripping. Now truckers started saying, screw that. That's going on my damn record. Exactly. It, used to go, it used to go on the company's record. Now it goes on no. your record. It goes on your record because that shows what you are as a professional, whether or not you do your pre-trips, whether or not you let your company know that you're having an issue with certain things. It also lets the company, um, it pulls because they'll see your, your logs before on how it was with um why are you making that ugly face because you just went yeah i did i had a swallow but that's what you did you asked did you ask you asked i'm gonna point it out every single time you make that funky little noise and that look I'm going to point it out so that everybody knows you're doing it, not just me seeing it, because you edit every single time you do it. I'll edit mine out, and then everybody will go, why is she blaming him for something he didn't do? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so anyways, keep going. What else you got? Well, that was my list. So unless you think of anything else, that's the stuff that I had thought of. That. Well, I mean, if, if we didn't include something, I'll just say this. Anything that's illegal or 
wrong that you know you shouldn't be doing according to company policy or or even in a non-respectful way to the motoring public. Anything you do. I'm going to tell you something. That's one of the other things is, um, what's it called? Some... uh, too many complaints or um, excessive complaints. Mm-hmm. And, and that really falls into a different category. Like, for example, I met a lady there today. She had excessive complaints. Well, well, what did that mean? Well, she worked for different trucking companies, and she was always putting in complaints about dispatch, about this, about that. And not only one company, but they were all saying this. This person does a lot of complaining. That's a, I'm not saying you shouldn't complain if something isn't going on. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying you know, always, if there's something bad going on, you need to, you need to speak up. But here's the other thing that could, that could fall under. If the motoring public, like little Jenny or, or Bobby going down the road in his Volkswagen bug gets cut off by you, and he calls your company, and he says, here's the truck number. Here's, a, here's what your guy just did. Here's the dash cam video of it. Mm-hmm. When you start getting more than one of those, I mean, do you remember, Ruthann, when you and I were driving back down from Pennsylvania in, in a van? We had kids with us, and we were, this was like 15, 18 years ago. And I won't say the name of the trucking company because they're really not bad people, but their driver was, he was like literally riding our bumper, and we we're like 85 mile an hour just trying to get out of the way. And, and he's like trying to bob and weave in and out of traffic. He was like really a road hazard. So I, I said, screw that, man. This is like, this is, this guy is, is, is stupid. So I called his terminal and, and the dispatch or not the safety director said, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, he's done. This is not his first rodeo with, with people calling in. Mm-hmm. And literally he got a Qualcomm message right away and they went on, you know, whatever. But, but the bottom line is if you got too many people calling in, okay. Because you're cutting them off, you're driving erratic, or you're driving aggressive. That is a bad thing. Because once the motoring public does that, and it gets reported, literally, if that thing actually goes in writing at a trucking company, and now the next trucking company that's trying to hire you sees this reference that says aggressive driver, uh, uh, excessive complaints by the public, has been a danger terminated for safety reasons, whatever. There's a, I mean, what's the main reason that trucking company won't hire you, Ruthann? Negligent hiring, right? Yeah. Right. And, and see, that's the thing. There's a question that every... Yeah, you tr- just did one. What's that? I just made a noise? Yeah. Did I? I'm going to edit it out. You just swallowed. Oh, I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> it's getting, it's going to be gone. Everybody's going to laugh at you and go, she's mean. No. Yeah. So what, I, what was I even saying? Yeah, well, you stuck your mouth right in there trying to make fun of me. Well, you were talking about excessive complaints from... Right, exactly. That's it. And, and so what happens is there's this question that every trucking company asks. And I'll tell you what the question is. And you, every one of you guys should know that. This question, how defendable in court is this driver I'm hiring? Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? Well, let's look at his record. Let's look at his DAC, his MVR. Let's look at it, all his references. And I'm going to tell you if, you, if you're a trucking company... And you get a reference that says this guy is aggressive. He's 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 a, a aggressive driver, texting and driving. We terminate him for safety reasons. And you hire him, right? This is what you drivers should know. If you if someone hires you after you have a, a unsafe record, and you get into an accident with that new trucking company, when they go to court, they're going to say, "Look, we have all the records, and you were warned about this guy, and you still hired him." 
Can we have your checkbook, Mr. Trucking Company? That's called negligent hiring. And so, my brothers out there, I can be a real, real, what's the word, Ruthann? Cool guy? She's spitting all she's talking. But I can be a real jackass, okay? And I could sometimes be a little bit, you know, maybe overbearing on the mic. But I'm telling you, out of love, calm your butts down. I'm serious. And you guys that have any, pro- hey, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're out there and you got an alcohol problem, write to the show. I'll call you myself. I'll, I'll be your support guy. I'll help you. I'm dead serious. I want you off the road until you're fixed. And then when you're fixed, I want you back on the road. Because I, I don't want you messing your career up and I don't want anybody getting killed. It's not what trucking needs. We are such trucking advocates here, Ruth, and it gets me so upset when I see somebody that gets a CDL and has the ability to make almost as much as some doctors pissing and crapping on their own CDL. Stop it, guys. That's really my advice, Ruth. And I, I think they get what we're really tra- talking about here. Would you say? I think. Or do you think we should beat it into them a little more? Maybe some needed it beaten, but I think most of them really actually understand the importance of the CDL. There's a lot of respectful drivers out there, old school and new school. I'm telling right. you it right now, there's a lot of new guys that have the old school mentality. And when I say old school mentality, it doesn't have to, you know, we don't have to call it old school. I'm just saying there's a lot of respectful drivers out there. From 21 years of age, I've talked to some young guys that are 18 that they're growing up in a trucking family, and you can just hear the trucking respect in their voice, mm-hmm. all the way to these to some 80-year-old that just retired. Okay, there's a lot of good guys out there that understand and agree with what we're saying here. We're just trying to clean up the industry, one driver at a time. I have nothing else on this pod, Ruth, and it's actually went over little further than I wanted to. So these guys get the, they get the gist. If you want to mess up your, your, your truck, your uh, trucking career, it's a pretty easy way to do it. Just listen to the beginning of this pod. Ruthann, what else you got? Anything? Any advice? Just keep it real. I'm going to just leave it with this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.